Good morning, everybody. We have a lower trade in the grain markets here. Early on Monday morning, it is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures down three and three quarters at 3.94 and three quarters. January soybeans are down nine and three quarters at 9.46 and three quarters. December Chicago wheat down four cents at 5.94 and a half. December Kansas City wheat down two cents at 5.39 and a quarter. December spring wheat down three at 5.49 and a quarter. Brazilian soybean planting is moving along quickly following a slow start. Uh, private group Ag Rural estimated that the crop is now 42% planted, up from 23 last week, just behind the 44% average. So despite all of the talk that you heard regarding a late start, a late crop, um, they are back within two percentage points of the five-year average planting pace. Um, some of the private groups actually increasing their crop estimates. One group has the crop pegged now at 100 133.5 million metric tons, which was up from the previous estimate. Uh, last year's record crop for reference was 126 million. So it's looking a little bit more likely now or, or probable at least that uh, Brazil puts a real big crop out. I mean, we still got to get through the growing season, get through some weather here, but uh, the planting pace has certainly caught up. And uh, these big operations in Brazil, they will go 24-7 until this crop is planted. It could all wrap up very quickly. Fund traders have peeled back some length across the grain complex. Um, funds were nut sellers of soybeans and SRW wheat in the week ending last Tuesday, according to CFTC. Uh, they were net buyers of corn. But then you look at late last week, and, and funds were probably sellers of all three crops. Um, when you look at the breakdown by crop here at Friday's close, it's estimated that funds were net long 211,000 contracts of corn, which is still a pretty hefty net long. Funds estimated to be net long 193. 3,000 contracts of soybeans. That's still a pretty hefty net long. Uh, that fund long in the soybean market peaked probably around 250,000, according to some of the private groups. In the SRW wheat, funds estimated to be net long 31,000 contracts at Friday's close. When you combine the net long across those three markets, corn, soybeans, SRW wheat, it's still pretty hefty at 435,000 contracts. It's certainly come down, but that's, that's still a big long position across those three uh, contracts combined. China has been selling its state wheat reserves at much higher levels. This was actually something I first talked about last week on the uh, uh, China situation episode of this podcast with Ken Morrison. Uh, China sold 2.7 million metric tons of wheat from state reserves last week. That's a continuation of the strong sales from the previous week. They sold, sold a total of 68% of the wheat that was available at uh, state auction. Uh, a quote from one trader in China said, sales of wheat started to go crazy in the past couple of weeks with big chunk of buying from feed producers because corn prices have gone up so much lately. In China, wheat prices and corn prices um, are essentially at par, meaning they're they're essentially about the same. And think about what would happen here in the U.S. if, if we had wheat prices and corn prices equal. We'd be feeding a lot more wheat. And uh, that's what's going to happen in China. And it's something that could reduce corn demand and may have already started to reduce corn demand. When you look at the uh, exports sales report, we sold essentially no corn to China uh, last week. They, they were almost completely absent from the export sales report. So um, this is you know, something that uh, uh, certainly some people saw coming. Uh, I haven't talked about it much up until that, that episode last week, but uh, definitely, definitely something to pay attention to. Uh, wheat prices in the Ukraine fell last week. Export prices uh, for Ukrainian wheat fell two to three percent. Prices in in places like here, the U.S. and France followed suit. They caught some rain uh, recently. Slight improvement in conditions, possibly responsible. 
Crude oil traded its lowest level since May overnight. Additional COVID-related lockdowns, restrictions, um, the idea that gasoline demand and usage is going to be reduced is a big-time negative here. And this is also a factor that could potentially, again, hurt the U.S. ethanol industry. And ethanol has recovered uh, to some extent from from those uh, spring lows we saw in production. We saw a big spike up after that big spike down in the spring. We never fully recovered. We never got back to last year's levels in terms of ethanol production, but we got within you know, five, six, seven percent. So uh, this is is something that could be a, another negative for the corn market moving forward. Of course, we have a big election tomorrow. Um, I have no idea what either outcome means in regard to these markets when you're talking about the the presidency. I don't know what what a Trump win means. I don't know what a Biden win means. I would certainly be prepared for some volatility, maybe more so in markets like the equities, the treasuries, currencies, stuff like that. But I don't think that any market will be immune depending on on what happens and how this shakes out. Uh, the, the, the most the situation that could result in the most volatility potentially would be a situation in which we don't know the winner of the election for a day, two days, three days, a week, uh, which is a situation that some people have discussed. I hope it doesn't come to that, but uh, uh, certainly keep in mind there's a lot of things that could happen um, you know, in the next 48 hours or so. A lot of USHRW wheat country will remain dry. Uh, there's a portion of eastern Kansas that will see some fairly substantial rainfall or or snow during the next two to three weeks. But a lot of your western areas, you know, almost almost the entire state of Oklahoma is going to stay dry. All of North Texas is going to stay dry. A lot of Nebraska, most of Colorado is going to stay dry. So we've still got some some major drought issues in those areas. Uh, this corn market could very easily come down and test some trend support this week. Um, if you looked, if you watched my chart review last week, or uh, may have been two weeks ago, we've got a big trend line that comes up off of the August low and then through the um, it was either late September, early October low on this December corn chart. It sits right at about 390 today. So if you break below that 390, you could definitely have some problems here in this corn market that would be a negative. And you've got a few negative factors that have emerged in this corn market here just in the last few days. I mean, new COVID lockdowns and, and the implication for ethanol is bad. Um, the wheat the wheat reserve auctions in China is is probably a negative, I would say. And the fact that China was absent from that export sales report um, is, is probably a negative. We haven't seen a flash sale of corn or soybeans to China since October 15th. Um, I'm sure they were responsible for some of those unknown sales, but uh, it, it could be possible that the uh, the buying is tapering off here, certainly. Soybean market has backed off. Um, news regarding Brazil uh, appears to be improving in regard to crop potential, which is probably a negative for the markets. And um, barring a big weather issue, they're going to harvest a, a record crop in Brazil in February and March. And of course, that will hurt our export demand. Um, and, and maybe the, the soybean markets in the process of pricing some of this in right now, or, or just taking some risk premium out uh, uh, in regard to Brazil. Wheat market has backed off. You know, all these markets have, have topped and kind of corrected lower here, and it's all kind of happened simultaneously. But uh, the, those rains and that snow that they caught in HRW wheat country here over the last couple of weeks were probably helpful, certainly not drought busting though. So I still think we've got some some weather issues that we've got to navigate. Uh, cattle market, we saw cash cattle trade I think 106 mostly on Friday last week. Uh, we will see what develops here today. Uh, we've got a big rally in the stock market this morning. And last week was kind of a nasty week for the stock market. But the Dow Jones is up 440 points ahead of the cash open. The uh, Dow is up 40 points 
or I'm sorry, the S&P is up 40 points. Uh, bonds a little bit lower. U.S. dollars about flat. Crude oil down 75 cents, 35.04. That December WTI contract bottomed at 33.64 uh, overnight, which again was the lowest trade since late May. Um, gold's up 10 bucks, silver up a little bit. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan. If you would like to know when, how, and specifically I am pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year, check out that subscription service. It's 49 bucks a month. You can cancel it anytime. There's no other fee. There's no other obligation. Certainly check that out. Everyone have uh, a great week. Uh, I will talk to you same time tomorrow.